0: Now let's get to Nuts and Bolts. Oh, Nuts
1: and Bolts flying to the point where we have our own sound effects. That's big work from the boys behind the scenes. During it'll, be, the it'll be sponsored soon.
0: I want to look at Jake Stringer. Geez, he kicked a fair barrel on the weekend. He might have to be contractually one of the most fascinating stories and careers when you actually think about it. So I did some work. I made some calls. I yes. took some stats. Let, let me remind you because I actually forgot about some of these things. So he's All-Australian 2015. Yep. 2016, he kicks 42 goals as a forward mid and wins a flag. He was dropped at one stage in that season. Yes, he was. In 2017, he has an okay season, doesn't kick as many goals, but remember the dogs struggled. Yep. At the end of his season, he has his um, exit meeting and Luke Beveridge, out of nowhere, drops a massive bomb. One of the biggest that we've seen in, in trade history. Jake, we want you out combination of the fact that his former dropped off, but there was off-field issues as well. The dogs were just happy to see the back of him. So He's got one year left in his deal. Now, this is where the dogs, I think, screwed things up because they played their hand too early. Wholeheartedly agreed. Then then Essendon came along and said, well, you're 23. You've just played in a premiership. You can play multiple positions. You kick goals. It's a bit of X factor about him. It was yep. a lot of X factor. We'll take you. We'll offer you a long-term deal. And the dogs are, we want pick 11. So, um, Okay. You have no leverage in this trade. Why right would we give you pick 11 when you said to him, you're out? And then the rhetoric started, oh, well, he's contracted, so he can always come back. It's like, yeah. no, mate, he's cleaned out his locker. Yeah. No, he's gone. You've stuffed this whole thing up. Carlton did the same thing years earlier. Remember Jeff Garland and Mitch Robinson got caught on CCTV at the back of some CBD late weight club getting into like a half punch on and Carlton came out the next day and was like we won't stand for this. How dare players go out and get involved in fracas. We want to get rid of you. But then at the trade table tried to like, they were like, oh, this is weird. No one's interested in either of them. (laughs) I, I wonder why. And they both ended up going on and having longer careers with other clubs. Anyway, I digress. So the the Dons played this beautifully, right? Adrian D'Oro and Essendon, I thought, played it beautifully. They said, "No, no, no, we're not going to give you pick eleven. We're actually going to use that pick on Devon Smith." Yep. Which I think he won the best and fairest in his first or second year. Obviously, his career hasn't hasn't worked out, but at the time looked okay.
1: Geelong also had a bit of interest at the time. I don't think it was that strong. Yep. They definitely had a look. Yeah. They used
0: pick twenty five and thirty on him. Now his career at Essendon has been as fascinating because it's been as up and down and then he gets to the end of that long-term deal that he signed to initially come over and Essendon they want to keep him but they're not really that happy on his output and they want to see more consistency but it's sort of like not many players who play Jake's position have been able to unless you're Dustin Martin have been able to sort of like maintain that over the course of like 10 games in a row or like a season in a row or three seasons in a row so the conversation had to be like well, we're just going to have to take his hope for his best and accept that his worst will come along. So they re sign him on a heavily incentivized deal. Now, yeah. I believe the deal is only incentivized by games played. Okay. I don't think it's goals kicked. And I don't think it's best and fairest. It's simply, we need to make sure you're on the park. Yep. And then what happens at the start of this year, he's not fit again. Kane Cords comes on and accuses him of being overweight, which at the time
1: looked pretty fair. Side note, I'm surprised we only learnt this week that Jake Stringer had concussion battles before the weekend. So When everyone was coming for him, why that they should, wasn't used earlier? They,
0: they, should have, they, they, like, they should have done a press release as instantly. Yep. We all would have got off, gotten off his back. Yeah. Um. He kicks four on the weekend. He kicks one of the best goals on the run you'll ever see. A talk from sixty five, and then the whole conversation starts again of like, well, what's he worth? So, I'm so it's not- a three
1: year deal, Yep. with a trigger for a fourth if he hits X amount of games,
0: yep. And he's not on that much; he's on less than you think, I reckon. Okay, I I, I don't think he has the capacity to earn over six hundred grand,
1: right? With BNF finishes, everything thrown in.
0: I think it's mainly just games played. Yeah, but like for a guy that his best is that good, and you just accept that he's probably going to miss four games a year, and he's probably going to have some stinkers if you guys get belted. Am I paying slightly over the average wage for that? The answer is yes. Yeah,
1: there's not many game changers around and he's a game changer.
0: I think the Bulldogs played it really badly and I think they should have stuck with him personally.
1: Just on Essendon's part in that.
0: Anyway, that's my nuts and
1: bolts on Jake Stringer. So Essendon went and got the three S's that year. It was Stringer, Smith and Saad. We oh, all thought we forget about Sard Off the back of playing finals that year, I believe. Yeah. We all thought, oh, Essendon's in now. They've gone and got Stringer. They've gone and got Devin Smith. They've gone and got Saad. This side should be pushing the top four. And it fell away dramatically. And incredibly out of those three, only Jake's three remains.